This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Two and one. Swing it a drive. Get up, ball. Get out of here. And grand slam for Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Swinging a drive, deep to center. Get up, ball. Get out of here. God! His second home run of the night to straightaway center. Swinging a drive. Get up, ball. Get out of here. How about a three-homer night for Vladdy? And so much for that 0 for 10 streak. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker here. Download the BetQL app today. Use our promo code DAILY for 20% off any subscription. BetQL will help you beat the sports books. BetQL tells you which side professional bettors are picking, provides real-time line movement, and historical betting results. Promo code DAILY, 20% off any subscription. Here are weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Audio Network. Also on the Odyssey app, the Odyssey Sports YouTube page, 1430 The Bet in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. And Ross, our friend uh, our friend Will Brinson still tweeting out, he's holding strong. I'm sure it's not his bet swing him at all that Justin Fields is going number three overall to San Francisco. Well, so first of all, that's not happening. <laughs> Secondly, the odds right now, I, I replied to our buddy Will and I said oh, they- you put your put you put your money where your mouth is because the odds right now are crazy that you can get on Justin Fields. It's not happening. Yeah. I don't know why. I will say this though. When it doesn't happen, most people will forget. In the infinitesimal chance that it did happen. <laughs> he would look like a genius. You know, there's a whole strategy if you want to be that kind of guy in the media where you just go for the long shots and then when they hit every once in a while, you really pump up the fact that your long shot came through. Yeah, why not? Hey, I, I tried to make I, – I know it's not going to happen, but I made my case the other day. You, you were here, and um, I took a shot on Kyle Pitts at number three overall at 50-1. to one. Why not? Because I don't believe anything San Francisco has been Terrible saying. decision, Joe. Throwing no, it's away fine. money. We're not trading up that much for a tight end. I just don't believe anything that they're saying or doing. Then he comes out, he's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I don't care. Right, let me ask you this. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a number of long shots for tomorrow's draft. Absolutely. I've got some long shots for later in the show. I know we're gonna you're going to break down the MLB yep. card in a second. I just wanted to say, if 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 
for some reason Fields fell to the Bears, you would want them to take him, right? There's no way. I I shouldn't say that with Ryan Pace. Yes, 100%. And would you be happy? Would you want them to trade up for him? Am I giving up multiple ones? Because I think they're so bad that that they could have a top five pick next year. Interesting. Is is it next year's one? Because I don't want to give that up. Yes, it would be. I would say no. Go get okay. a lineman. Go get a cornerback. I'd be fine with that because there's could be some good, decent ones falling to them at number twenty overall. Hmm. It's uh, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to this. There's so many different ways that this thing's going to fall. And then it really drops off on the back end of that, of that draft there. Like I, I, I was talking about it yesterday a little bit. It feels like I, I don't know what – I guess teams are just going to go for – as much as they talk about best player available every single year, we know how much trash that is. A lot of them are just going to hunt for their, their biggest need. So just, just bet on those if you're going to match up positions with particular teams. They almost all – yeah. Take a position of need in the first round. Yeah. And second round. Almost all. Not all, but almost. Yeah. All right. Um, Major League Baseball, taking a look at yesterday. I, I warned the people. I said there would be some hard regression coming my way. And there was. Uh, one and two in lightning bets did get Boston. That was a plus money dog. But uh, Ross, it was a nine and zero night the day before, so I knew it was it was coming for me hard. So I probably should not have bet at all. Nine and zero, I didn't <laughs> know that. Right That's honest. awesome. Yeah, it was uh, it was ridiculous. Last night, Vlad Junior hit three home runs for Toronto, so he is the youngest player to have three homers and seven RBI in a game since nineteen oh one. Vlad Guerrero Jr. did it. Hit two of them off Max Scherzer. Some other things that stood out: uh, Cincinnati taking care of the LA Dodgers. So uh, we're going to talk to Jerry Harrison in about 15 minutes. Looking forward to that conversation because the Dodgers they have been uh, struggling over the last week and a half. They are two and seven over the last nine games. Mentioned Boston as a dog. Arizona beat San Diego. And Detroit took out the White Sox last night. You wake up today, and boy, do Sox fans want to fire Tony La Russa right damn now. They're already sick of that experiment one month into the year. Uh, White Sox lose to the worst team in all of baseball. Taking a look at today's MLB card, we've got 15 games. And uh, the first one that really jumps out to me is Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Uh, three afternoon games, by the way, but Kansas City, Pittsburgh will go uh, right to the evening because Pittsburgh is going against a left-handed pitcher in Mike Miner, and they are bottom three in most offensive categories against lefties. Miner not off to a great start, but this thing's almost a pick 'em. I would lean Royals there, going up against Pittsburgh. It's Jacob Degrom day for the Mets taking on the Red Sox. And I, I'm just trying to figure out what is the best way to bet this game. Because not only do you have DeGrom going for the Mets, but if you're looking on this Mets side, you're going up against Nick Pavetta, who has been terrible for Boston against New York. Talking about uh, 86 plate appearances. They are hitting 356 against him. 356 and OPS over 1,000. 
So it's one of those rare occasions where I wouldn't be too scared off by the run line at minus 118. The Mets should definitely win this ballgame. To get a win, DeGrom is minus 120. It's an inflated strikeout rate, which I will stay far away from at 10.5. A uh, potential dog, we've got the Nationals at the Blue Jays. I mentioned last night that you had Vlad Guerrero going deep three times. Well, today, one of the Blue Jays' best pitchers, you got Steven Matz on the bump against Eric Fetty. Now, Matz is a lefty, and Washington has been one of the best teams in baseball against lefties. So so I'm looking at that side. And then also, Matz has struggled a bit against Washington throughout his career. And, you know, Trey Turner's hit him, Josh Harrison as well. So I don't don't think uh, going with Washington is the worst bet in the world at plus 160 as an underdog. Oakland against Tampa Bay. The Cole Irvin strikeout prop is set at five and a half. His last two outings, he's gone over five and a half to six Ks, and he's pitching deep into games, 93 pitches in each of his last two starts. So the Irvin over is at plus money. So that is not a bad option. Tampa Bay tends to strike out a good amount with a 26% K rate, and it's up to 29% uh, going up against left-handed pitching. Cubs and Braves. Kyle Hendricks is the Cubs ace, but he has trouble against Atlanta. They're hitting 324 against him. He has um, a 763 FIP, a 940 OPS for the Braves offense against Hendricks. So Atlanta, a slight favorite. That might be a look there. Uh, Carlos Rodon going for the White Sox. Casey Mize is on the hill for Detroit. I was considering the strikeout prop. I might go there. It's at seven and a half. Detroit has the highest strikeout rate in all of baseball. They're highest against left-handed pitching. They really struggle against lefties. So uh, coming off the win, maybe you want to take a look at the White Sox or Carlos Rodon in uh, and going over on the strikeout prop. And San Diego, Arizona caught my eye because Ryan Weathers is on the bump for the San Diego Padres. And we've got Taylor Widener for Arizona. And Arizona against lefties, they crush. They're number one across the board in just about every offensive category. So if you want to look at the first five, which is plus 135, or maybe you could take a look at Arizona at plus 143. So those are my looks. I'll give my official plays during our lightning bets as we uh, as we start to wrap the show. Ross, uh, your Phillies were off to a really nice start. I know there was uh, a lot of positivity behind the team to start the season, and then um, the season started to settle in. And but the, the good thing for you as a Phillies fan is that division is completely up for grabs because right now it doesn't look like anyone's too good. I don't understand. I mean, it was supposed to be arguably the most competitive, best division in baseball. And by the way, Joe, you know, really complicating matters. Do you see the Giants? Gabe Kapler and the Giants? Yeah, they're looking good. Nine. Everybody in Philly ran Gabe Kapler out. Gabe Kapler was kind of like Sam Hinkie in that people were really split on them. There were people that really liked Gabe, people that really liked Sam Hinkie, and now Sam Hinkie ended up, obviously, uh, you know, what he did for the Sixers was smart, and now you see what Gabe Kapler's doing looks pretty smart in San Francisco. But I don't really understand what's going on with the NL East. They're now saying the NL East is the NFC East. 
because neither one of them have anybody with a winning record. The wow, it's amazing. I, I've been saying it all week, and it still holds true. The only team with a positive run differential in the NL East is the Miami Marlins, and they're sitting there in fourth place. I, I, I think Atlanta will be fine. If I were to place a bet, I'd probably back Atlanta. But Mets, the Mets with all that pitching, and I know they'll get Syndergaard back, all that stuff. Like they have not been impressive at all. Like, they lost a game when they gave up two runs last night. Like that was ridiculous. That that was my case on that play. I'm like, why are the Mets favored by this much against the Boston Red Sox? And the Red Sox have been a good hitting team so far. But I, I still think once we get a larger sample size, Atlanta is going to be just fine. Uh, they've won their last couple games against the Cubs. I, I'm expecting them to sweep the Cubs today, and they're they're probably going to jump in the first place sometime soon, and and probably run. So, away do the Cubs it. have any hope long term, no. Joe? No, they're going to sell off. They're going to sell off once we get to the deadline. Chris Bryant's playing well. It's probably good for them because maybe they can get something of value in return. They they have a lot of decisions to make because uh, th- what they thought was their core, they've started to break it up. They let Schwarber walk away. Uh, they traded away Darvish before the season started. And uh, maybe they'll give big contracts to Baez and or Contreras, but uh, they're they're starting to break that team up a little bit. Man, I thought they they had a chance to go on a run with those guys. I mean, you, it's what we started the show with. We, you were talking about the Eagles and when they won their Super Bowl, and you think the championship window is wide open. You you have a good young core, and in football, much more turnover, obviously. But in 2016, the conversation wasn't, "Oh my God, they did it." They did it with guys that were so young. The conversation was, "Can this be a dynasty?" Like jumping ahead, and then few years later they never apart. really even got back close did they um they were in the nlcs three straight seasons the second season is when they won the title so they were close a few times but okay. last few last few years no but they never they never got into the world series again no no yeah it's i mean your phillies are a half game back as bad as it's been they're right there, and they have a couple dependable starters at the, at the top of the rotation. I would love to see the uh, the stats of like the team's records on April twenty eighth, and right. the relevance of that to August twenty eighth. Yeah, because there's just so many games that it just, and I'm sure there's some correlation, but like, let me just tell you, the Yankees are not going to be in last place. No. That's not going to happen. Like, you know, I will say this. It's frustrating as a Phillies fan to see, like, the Pirates have a better record when the Pirates' payroll is, like, $80 million and the Phillies is $185 million. The Pirates were supposed to be the trash of Major League Baseball. What was the win total? 58-59? And, and now they're sitting – they're above five hundred now after beating the Royals yesterday. Uh, but to your point, yeah. The Royals, I bet them, but they're not going to win the American League Central. I'll see if I can make some profit off of it. They're leading right now by a couple of games, but I don't expect them to win. I think they'll be around a 500 team. Uh, yeah, the Yankees will not be in fourth or fifth place. They're going to be battling it out to win the American League East. They're not just going to pass on this season, completely punt. Uh, Oakland, they're good. They're not 15-9 and nine good. They're not a 600 
winning percentage type team, like they're going to fall back a little bit. Yeah. So a lot of it is going to change. Dodge. <laughs> it is crazy. Dodgers and giants Dodgers start 13 and two. And now they're tied with the giants with what they've done. Why, why did people hate Kapler so much? Did he not just, did he not fit in with uh, everything Philadelphia? Because he had some, he had some unique theories and philosophies that people that old school people, baseball people didn't agree with mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, batting order, pitching rotations, and people just had a real problem with it. You know, if you're going to be different, you got to be good. Otherwise, yeah. people won't, people will, will think that the different is bad. That's Ross Tucker. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. We're going to talk about what's happening on the West Coast with Jerry Harrison and his Dodgers. Also cover uh, some of the other intriguing teams in Major League Baseball in the BetQL Audio Network.